What's up, everybody? Welcome to Day Forever of <laughs> Camp Social Distance. Day 74. I heard that you guys are zombies. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> Day Forever Camp Social Distance. Welcome to Hypercast, our now daily podcast to update you with our thoughts and feelings as we go through this national crisis slash pandemic. World crisis. We'll uh, yeah, it's, it's a world it's crisis. It's not national, Zach. It's world. It's, it's worldwide. It's a global, global crisis. Yes. Pandemic. I knew as it was it. coming out of my mouth, I'd get slapped for it. So, pandemic. I'm, I'm not trying to worldwide. discipline you right now, all right? I didn't <laughs> slap anything out of your mouth. That right now and follow up made it sound like, but later. <laughs> but I'm going to beat you with the dog. There will be discipline. <laughs> there will be blood. There will be blood today. <laughs> so, what are we talking about today? Well, first things first, let's go through what we're doing today mm-hmm. on all the right. channel. For those that don't know, here at Hyper RPG, we are live. Every day through this, except Saturday and Sunday, I hope we can take uh, time off over the weekend. But I'm going to need some clean underwear at some point. We are practicing safe social distance. LA is on lockdown, so we have told all of our crew and all of our hosts, stay home. This is everyone who lives in this studio. So this staying is our- home is just staying here at work right. for us. Some people have accused us of not practicing social distance, but we live together. Uh, <laughs> we do. It's this true. This is our garage. So no one's allowed in. No one's allowed out. We're making delivery people keep their packages on the stoop because we want to practice good social distancing to yes, help yes. flatten that curve. Um, so we'll be going live every day doing this wonderful stuff, talking to you about everything that's going on. But outside of Hypercast, we do stuff all day long. We have set up a studio that allows us to be mobile and run around the house and do all sorts of crazy things all day long. So right now, we're going to be hanging out today. And in a little bit, we're going to be interviewing a very special friend, uh, a very special friend. And I mean special as in close to me, not special as in other ways you might imagine. Um... Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> we can see him up there on the yeah, TV. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be throwing it to him in a little bit. And uh, outside of that, we are going to be having Malika's going to be running a special um, interview with. Uh, wh- why don't you tell him about it? Sure. So every day, Monday through Friday, I've been running what I call survival skills at around 2 p.m. Pacific time. Today, I'm going to be talking to a certified financial planner and CPA about what to do about your finances. In light of this uh, global pandemic, I know you guys have some questions. There is some confusion about, are my taxes due later or not? Can I file later than not? Is this a good time to invest in the stock market? Is this a bad time to invest in the stock market? Should I change my budgeting? All these kinds of financial questions. I'm not an expert, so I called on the experts, and we'll be talking to them later today at 2 p.m. Sweet. Nice, nice. So at 3 p.m. then, we're going to be throwing it upstairs, and Malika's going to be cooking fried chicken for lunch today. Cooking skills that you all should be learning while you're all stuck indoors. I figured I taught people how to butcher a chicken yeah. on Monday, survival skills. So today, <laughs> let's learn how to fry it up. And you're using an air fryer, right? Yeah, um, Are you going to do a double process? Well, it depends. So if we're cooking with limited ingredients, using oil is kind of wasteful, You right? should do it Korean style since we're doing what our favorite South Korean movies are today. Ooh. All right. Well, it sounds like that's the plan. Which is double fried. Um, <laughs> yes. But there's a, there's a way to cheat that <laughs> since we're trying to save on uh, rationing. supplies. Yeah. Speaking of rationing, I found on my doorstep, this is going to sound strange because I'm framing it this way. Eggs. <laughs> Just a full slice of toast I with everything on it. I woke up this morning and on my doorstep were was, eggs. Were, were eggs. And <laughs> as you know, I, I was holding on to one very special egg that I thought I might eat on my birthday. But uh, <laughs> let's just say an angel came by 
and dropped <laughs> off some eggs. We'll we'll call it. We'll say what it is. Yeah. Despite how awful and terrible he is in the chat room, <laughs> in real life, Uber Baldi's a very sweet individual. And, he's uh, a good human. Exactly. In the chat, fuck you, Uber. You're the worst. Uh, in real life, he's a good human. And we've been very fortunate that two chat room members have been very nice. Mobius yeah. and Uber Baldi have yes. both dropped us off some groceries. We are quarantining ourselves. We have friends. Uh, we're not going to say who, but we have friends that we believe probably have COVID-19, uh, and we were in contact well, with them last I, week. So I, we I, are we are completely isolating. We we don't want our friends even saying hello we, at the door, like drop off food. We're isolating people who, you know, have symptoms like a fever or something like that. There is a huge lack of testing, so I don't want to say like, well, we think this person has it. Right. You there, know? There have signs, fever, things like that, and we were in contact with them. Uh, we're being responsible. We don't have any symptoms, but just in case we could be carriers, we don't want to accidentally spread to anyone. We want to help flatten that curve. Mm -hmm. So we've been very fortunate that some friends have been dropping off groceries at the front door, mm -hmm. and thank you all in the community so, so much for keeping us fed here at Hyper RPG. We really we appreciate completely it. completely lock it down in our garage. I didn't know it was happening. Apparently you did. Yeah, and I've so, known every time and I don't tell yeah, you. Yeah, and so <laughs> I like saw food on our doorstep yeah. and I thought it was a mistake. I yeah. thought it was a mistake because I was like, is this for, like, who are you? Are you a volunteer that's right. dropping off food for people who are sick or something? Because right. I'm not sick, you know? Right. And uh, I was flabbergasted. Well, sorry I didn't tell you. Uh, strangers are coming to the door and giving us food. So uh, after that, after fried chicken, we're going to be coming downstairs. Uh, we're going to start theming our days here. Yeah. So because, already started. Yep. I've decided you guys are zombies, okay. and I need to save myself. Save me. Okay. Save me, everybody. So because we hit our goal yesterday, uh, we got to watch. We get to do a community watch along of Train to Busan tonight. So our board game that we're playing today at 4 p.m. is The Refuge. A race for survival. It's a very trolly survival action game where we will be playing against each other. And then at 6 p.m. is the community watch long of Train to Busan. And then after that, at 8 p.m., we'll be playing Death Stranding and continuing mm -hmm. our playthrough of that game. If we hit our goal today, tomorrow's community watch long will be Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, baby! We're trying to pick movies that are on Netflix so you can <clears throat> join in and yeah. hop in the chat and talk with us. And we put the timer up on screen. Yeah. So tomorrow's board game will be The Sinister Six. Grab the loot. Yeah, yeah, Betray yeah. your friends. Defeat Spider-Man. And we're, we're using Netflix mostly because we pulled our audience and that seems to be the majority platform that everybody has. And because we legally cannot show the movie on screen, that's why we have a timer. But it's us watching the movie with you guys and interacting with the chat room mm -hmm. and giving each other trivia and all kinds of little things, little little nuggets of knowledge. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good time. Uh, it's been one of my favorite things about... You should probably also mention the internet... Just in case people see right. any issues. Any weird issues. So uh, to keep with the feeling of everything's going to hell in a handbasket and everything, just we had a really good streaming day yesterday. Things went really well. It was really smooth. And about uh, last night, our stream ended abruptly. At first, we thought, oh, I guess the computer overheated something. What was going on with that? The whole computer locked up. And then we realized, oh, the internet was out. So what most likely happened is because the internet went out, live stream crashed the whole computer because it was outputting from like five different places and inputting and all those RTMP streams. It just <clears> borked. Uh, so we went to bed with the internet down, and I tried to sleep well going, we're in the middle of a crisis. They'll fix it. It's important. The internet will be back up and running by tomorrow. Woke up this morning, no internet. 
spent half the morning on the phone. Uh, so Spectrum Business Internet is totally down. Luckily for us, um, we have two lines of internet running through our house, one for home usage, one for our business. But that meant all morning I was rewiring everything, changing the IP addresses and all our equipment, rerouting all of our inputs. Every single one of our lights and even our board operation is operated through our internet. Uh, so I had to reassign IPs for everything, get everything linked back up. It took all morning. I am exhausted. It's all I've, a bit technical. It's very technical. I was supposed to be working on Colox stuff this morning, but all that got pushed back because the internet decided not to work. But we are now running our entire day of streaming on our home network line. So if things start to bork or our network can't handle it, we're doing the best we can. This internet line is not made to output and input all the things that we're doing. So I hope, hope, hope it stays up throughout the day. Spectrum said they'd call me when they fix their business lines. No calls yet. No calls yet. <laughs> no calls. They said they could give me no estimated window of completion either. So yeah. everybody's doing the best they can in the middle of all this. I'm guessing that they are probably low on field technicians as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's A lot of stuff has been overloaded. overloaded. Every, everything has been overloaded because of yeah. how many people are trying to use things every single day. Yep. Everybody's encouraged to work from home now. So every single communication device you can think of that is connected to the internet is lagging. Yes. Um, also, if you don't know what Hypercast is, this is something that we're doing every single day. We were doing it once a week, but we're now doing it live every single day at 1 p.m., 1 to 2 p.m., and it's just a way for you guys to get to know us and for us to give you guys updates on what we're doing and kind of what's happening around us because the news is evolving and changing every single hour almost. Yeah. So we want to be able to talk about things in entertainment and things outside of that as well, depending on you know how it affects us or you or every, and everybody in the world. So Yep. And yes, it's, yes, yes. it's been going really interesting. Speaking of, so I read a very interesting CNN article this morning. That should, we, should we talk about all the articles and that kind of stuff when our guests can join well, us? Well, I thought this, this article was okay. a great transition into okay. our guests if you're ready for that. Okay. Are you ready? We also did get a tip from Dragon Slayer asking, when is Ethan going to come on? Wow. Okay, well, I guess Malika, cue it up. All right. So I read a really interesting article today uh, on CNN that the EU is suggesting streaming services, specifically Netflix and YouTube, to slow down the quality at which they are delivering videos to viewers. Yeah. Apparently, um, Netflix and uh, Google combined take up about like 20% of the world's bandwidth, mm -hmm. from my understanding. Uh, yeah. Netflix taking about 12%, and then um, Google, mostly YouTube, taking another 12%. Mm -hmm. And so they're encouraging users to not watch in HD. Oof. They're trying to start a uh, hashtag. That, that hurts us. That Oof. like... <laughs> Uh, to stream in standard def. Yeah. And then they're trying to put like pressure on these companies mm -hmm. to just like cut it down. And so uh, speaking yeah. of YouTube, we, I thought we, we should. A very special guest joining us today. Uh, I th he's upstairs. I can hear him <laughs> walking down the stairs now. And, and for everybody that is unaware, if you tip during this show, we will read them off at the end. Yes. We're trying to keep this in podcast format, so no interruptions. But we appreciate your support, so please do keep that support rolling in, and we'll read them off at the end. But oh, oh, look, he's coming through the door right now. Oh, hel hello. Hello? <laughs> hello? Oh, wow. I'm totally in the same place as you are, because the lighting is similar. Right. You're just right there on the other side of the room. Look at Just right there. Oh, hi. Wow. Hi. Other side hi. of the room. Hi, hey. everybody. We're hey. practicing our social distancing. Social distancing. Right. Other side practicing of the room. our social distancing. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's really. I need to pause the stream because I had it up on my monitor and then I saw myself and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no way. So uh, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I didn't know that that was happening, what Malika just said, and that makes me mad. 
<laughs> I uh, get it, but it makes me upset. Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? <sighs> well, first of all, even though I know that they probably couldn't do this, I would love if YouTube or like Instagram did this where they had a subscription model where creators could pay a certain amount per month so that stuff wasn't so damn compressed because mm. uh, it sucks shooting stuff in high quality and then releasing it especially on instagram which is a photo website and yeah. then just having it be so compressed um yeah speaking of i remember you put out a video recently where you used our really expensive equipment to do a q a mm-hmm. yeah and it was I just did do that yeah you did that and you were telling everybody like look how great it looks and then i saw you complaining about the compression i was like <laughs> i know right that it's such a shame all that quality <laughs> compressing every pore on your face what a <laughs> That's 16K. Uh, Such a bummer. (laughs) Such a bummer. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, I get why they're pushing people to do that. And I think, I don't even think they necessarily need to do that because I think that for the most part, unless people are doing a lot of streaming stuff, um, most people just have pretty basic internet, I think. Yeah. Um, Because most people don't need super high-speed internet. You can watch movies on Netflix and you can watch videos on, on normal internet and so i think for the most part people don't really watch at super high def uh resolution anyway yeah um but it is uh, it does make me upset when they're just like just post stuff in lower quality because you know the world is ending or whatever yeah and it's not like we have to keep doing our jobs well to make sure that we survive in all of Mm -hmm. this you got to protect google Mm mm-hmm Dude, they're a really small company, and little, you know, indie, little indie startup, little indie company known as yeah, Google. They don't, they don't have much, so yeah. And you know, we we'd hate for those Amazon web servers to get overloaded, and Amazon maybe have to like do a little bit more on their end. I've already gotten two emails from Amazon web servers. Yeah, we. Have, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun. Yeah, good times. So <laughs> we wanted to talk to you today, Ethan, about mm-hmm. uh, how are you doing. How's all of this uh, affecting you? You know, I know primarily as Crank Gameplays, you make most of your content right there in that chair. Mm-hmm. And chair. I what was, do you mean? I'm at your house, right? I mean, oh, sorry, <laughs> over there. In that chair. Right there. Right there. Right there. Yeah. In my immersion. Uh, and just wanted to see, you know, is this affecting you? Because I know that you have a recently started up this year project uh, with Markiplier, mm-hmm. um, Unus. Honest. There you go. Honest, Nailed it. Honest. <laughs> That's is. not what he called it earlier this morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know that you guys do a lot of stuff out in the field. So, yeah. how, you know, are you prepared for that? How do you think that will affect your content? And how do you think it affects your content moving forward in the midst of all this? Yeah. So it's been it's been really weird. Um, just like me as a person, I try and get out as much as I can because I do work from home. Yeah. Um, and working from home is both a blessing and a curse when not only do you work from home, but you're your own boss. So, you know, it's great because you can make your own schedule and kind of do whatever you want. But it's also terrible because you make your own schedule and you can kind of do whatever you want. Um, and so, like, I usually try and get out a, f- a couple of times a day just to leave and not work. Um, I saw a thing a little bit ago that was like, it was talking about the saying, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. And they changed it to, if you do what you, uh, if you do what you love for your job, you're kind of always working. Yes. Which I think is so true. true. And it's something we can all relate to very much. Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, And so it's been really weird just not really leaving my house. Like the only time I do is to take Spencer, my dog out. 
Um, oh. I've been a lot more productive, which is good. <laughs> uh, but with stuff like Unis Honest, that's been something that's been really weird. We've been trying to figure out. We have some videos that we're going to be recording over the next few days. Sort of like leaning in to the uh, social distancing stuff where we're going to film dumb videos over Discord or Skype. Mm-hmm. And so we have some plans for that. Um, but also, thankfully, these last few weeks anyway, we've pretty much only been seeing each other because we've been trying to bulk up on videos recently. Yeah. And so in the next week, week and a half, I think we're going to start to get back together to make videos but only at each other's houses. We're not going to go out and film right. other stuff. You're, you're because... both practicing social isolation. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so once we do get back together, we're going to make sure that we're only we're staying in the same pocket of, of people, which is really important. Um, so I wonder how you think this may affect YouTube overall. I mean, I, yeah. f- I feel like when... YouTube has gone through many different iterations of how creators work. And, you know, there was a while where, you know, just solo independent content was really popular. And then it was about everyone getting together and being parts of groups. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of went back to solo and then back to groups again. You know, do, do you feel like this has made a change already? And do you think that these changes will kind of hold for a while? Um, I think I think it's definitely going to change some things for a while i don't know uh how much you guys have experienced this but in the past few days i've been streaming more on twitch yeah. and my numbers have been way better than usual yeah um because people are home and they want things to watch um but i i definitely have seen more in the past few years of people doing more things in groups like there are those big like streamer houses and stuff like that where everybody's doing things together um and i think it's definitely going to take a turn more towards solo content um which i think is is good in a way like i i don't watch a lot of uh a lot of channels that are a bunch of people together i watch more solo people and i think that it'll be nice to have that Rude. like sort of one-on-one oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> except for except for hyper <laughs> no but i think it'll be good for people to get that like one-on-one connection again yeah. with like one kind of community um but i think I think with what's happening right now, people are definitely going to need to figure out new ways to make stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to push people's creativity and also their sanity. Right, (laughs) right. Are you feeling that yet? I mean, as as you said, we we all work from home. I think Mm -hmm. something that's been really unique for us, though, is even though we're used to working from home, we're also used to having people come over and social interaction. Um but also other people helping take off some of the workload for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm really finding out firsthand how valuable that's yeah. been to just have other talent sit in front of the camera to mm-hmm. take up a couple mm-hmm. hours of time. And now we can't, we don't really have that luxury. Um, so I definitely, you know, can feel so far, like, I don't know how long we can do this without going yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys seen like, have you guys realized how much uh how much work there is that you can't do on your own because like with me i 
for my channel alone, it's different with Unisonis, but for my channel, I record and then I have an editor, which he can work from home. But if need be, I can edit my own stuff. But with you guys, like you have like with Kolok, like Adam, you're running the board a lot of the time. Sometimes you guys have multiple different camera people. Have you guys realized with having to be it just the three of you, like how much work um, is done with other people and like, oh shit, like this is a lot harder to do just the three yeah, of us. Yeah. Um. I mean. Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. No I, boss. I, I don't no. Know. I think like the way Zach's been framing it for the last few days makes it seem like he didn't appreciate the people. No, who, I do appreciate. Yeah, them. we've always really appreciated yeah. them, and I think because of kind of our history, like we've been doing this for the last like four years, just mm -hmm. hyper specifically, yeah. and before that, we were all making our own videos and films yeah. and that kind of thing, and so w I think it's like kind of really lucky that we happen to all live with each other and mm -hmm. all have multiple skills. But at the same you time, know? there are certain things we can't do mm -hmm. now. Yeah. There's just, mm -hmm. there are certain things and certain, there's certain things people expect from Hyper right. mm -hmm. that we just can't do right now. Right. We can't yeah. do Coloc if talent can't come here. Right. Uh, yeah. The show has too many requirements right. for that. We also can't do Colog without a dedicated board operator. Mm -hmm. yeah. We can get away mm -hmm. without a cameraman. We've automated a ton of our studio. You know, we're operating everything from a tablet right now, and we've got all everything is automated. And we've mm -hmm. been able to reduce more than I think any studio could, which is why we're able to stay open yeah. during all of this. But there are things people expect from us that we just... <clears throat> We just yeah. can't do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it. honestly, it's even been difficult to just wake up in the morning and have enough time to compose tweets, compose graphics, Instagram posts, just to let people know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. Because the second that we wake up, it's like, okay, cool. We have to like, go, we, go, have, to, go, we have to go. schedule these live streams. Yeah. We have to make sure that, you know, downstairs is all prepared. We have to make sure the upstairs is prepared for Malika when mm -hmm. we switch over to her, mm -hmm. um, all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. limiting it to just three people has been incredibly yeah. taxing we're, physically we're, and mentally, but. I I think people think people are taking breaks when someone's not on camera no, here, but no. what's just happening non-stop. Like, while Malika's upstairs, uh, Adam and I are downstairs setting up for the next segment, routing the equipment, getting mm -hmm. the board game ready, and when Adam and I are streaming, Malika's answering emails, setting up yeah. B2B relationships. Learning so, the next board game. Yeah, we, so yeah. It's, it's pretty much doubled every one of our yeah. workloads mm -hmm. completely. We've Come been kind of working as soon as we wake up till when we go to bed. Yeah. yeah. And you guys have been messing around with new tech stuff, right? Because, yep. Zach, you were just talking about how, like, now you have the stream deck, uh, like, connected to your tablet over there, whereas yep. normally you just have somebody on the computer. Right. Also, somebody in chat just said, wait, there has to be another person. A camera's moving. Nope, it's an automated dolly. Yep, like, that's a slider. Automated slider. It goes that back we're and moving forth. back and forth. Robots. It's, robots, yes. baby. Robots. Robots. Baby. <laughs> we're using um, a lot of robots. It is weird yeah. not only, um, like, not having people to, mm -hmm. to go to and be like, oh, I want to film this thing with a person or I need somebody to help me film, but just going out mm -hmm. at all is not something that, like, I myself am doing right yeah. now. Like, I wanted to... I needed to get another capture card today. Uh, and so I was going to go to Best Buy and I was like, shit. You know, like, you could just call I, us, right? That's that's true. Uh, <laughs> we'll leave it on the doorstep but, for you. Yeah, we'll put it on the doorstep. We have a, we have one that's unopened upstairs right oh, now. wow. Yeah. Like, just call um, us, baby. Yeah, but it, it's just like weird not really being able to go out. Yeah. Um, or like, I guess you could go out, but have it be sort of dangerous in a way. Right. Well, like you were saying, you were walking your dog. I'm walking my dog too because my dog is going crazy. He's getting very yeah. stir crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, 
uh, kind of inconclusive evidence of whether or not dogs can get it and if it's harmful to them and if they can ca uh, pass it on to people, right? Mm -hmm. uh, no, it, they've discovered they can't. Right, but then there was the one dog in Asia yeah. who got it and died. Oh. And then it's like, I don't want, <laughs> yeah. even if don't there's, right. And if, even if it's only one other dog, I don't want it to be my dog. Right. Right. Exactly. Cause I love him. Exactly. He's, he's my family member. So like walking. And then if I see somebody on the sidewalk, like now going to the street and, yeah. and, and like other people are doing it to me too, which is fine. And then I went to the park and there was three people and they were letting their dogs play with each other probably because they haven't seen another like, dog. yeah, dogs yeah. haven't seen other dogs. People haven't seen other people. And I, <laughs> I made the decision to make a U-turn and walk away from the three other yeah. dogs and mm -hmm. uh, just making those kinds of choices because, like, it's, you know, fine to go outside. I think yeah. in L.A. a lot of people are, like, hiking, and I think that's great mm -hmm. to, like, get the physical activity, the sunshine. Like, we need that as human beings, but also, like, to practice the social distancing. Yeah. But yep. yes, if you need something, Ethan, just let us know. We, <laughs> okay, we can leave yeah. it on our doorstep. You don't have to see us. We don't have to talk to each other. And our relationship can stay exactly as it is. Yep. <laughs> we can just cry through the glass in our door. <laughs> yeah. I mean, It's funny because I, I accidentally left my Switch at Mika's house before all of this went down. And then I went to go uh, and try and uh, get a code for Animal Crossing. And I was like, wait. No, my switch isn't here and so she <laughs> left it on her porch and so i went up and i left her like a little bag of food and we did a little swap oh man oh, romance man. in the day in the I day know, and age right? of coronavirus you know are you are you finding that like in your circles are a lot of people having to kind of rethink what they're doing because normally they are a group of people or they're making a particular type of content and they're seeing that in order to maybe survive because everyone might be doing a lot of similar stuff, they have to kind of pivot what they're doing. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people just kind of like hitting the grindstone, grindstone even harder. Yeah. Um, because most of, most of my friends, uh, other than like a few are pretty much solo people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think people are just hitting it even harder than usual right now because they know that one, they don't have anything else that they could be doing. But two, like people more than ever sort of need that right yeah. now because so many people are staying home and have nothing to do, um, which is why I think that I've uh, been streaming more uh, recently because it's just nice to just like have that interaction because like uh, I live with my friend Catherine and she's the only person that I have been seeing in person uh, throughout the last week or whatever. Um, and even her, I barely see her at all. Like I see her when she gets home, uh, from work and that's it. I see her for like two seconds. Um, but just going and streaming and being able to talk to people and have that connection is really, really important. Um, and I think it's really important for the people on the other side too, to just have sort of a community and be able to talk to people. Yeah. We talked so, yeah, about I think that. People are just I, like, I noticed a bunch of hard. things turned off in our studio at the same time as both your heads were down. What? Is that it was okay? just our TV. It was just, it was just the, TV the TV and yeah. the lights on the cameras and stuff. Anytime a piece of tech turns on or off without us doing it, we're like, oh, God. Oh, God. Is everything just okay? Just double checking. Just double checking. No. Uh, I have a question for you, Ethan, because this is something <laughs> I'm trying to figure out for myself. I personally am starting to get tired of talking about the virus, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And, like, I think a lot of people at first, content creators, you know, were making content about washing your hands and social distancing and what, it, what it's like. But at a certain point... I'm, are you at that point yet where you'll just keep making content and maybe like not even address the pandemic That's going on outside? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I think I've gotten to that point more or less where I'm not really addressing it um, because there's not really much more that needs to be addressed. It's just like, hey, make sure you're being safe. Don't uh, don't go out in large crowds. You know, wash your hands. Just try to not touch your face a ton, which is something that I've been having trouble with. Oh yeah, I yeah. Touch my face all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, ah. Um, <laughs> but techniques. as far as addressing it, like in videos. Um, I think there's two ways of going about it Um, because I've seen some people change their content a lot because they don't think that it's an appropriate time to make normal videos, which I understand from, from one aspect where it's like, okay, you know, it is a more sensitive time, but also uh, people not changing their content at all. And that, in my opinion, is what people need right now Mm -hmm. is to like be able to escape and not think about it and also have a sense of normalcy. Um, And so I think that the the least you can change your content, the better, I think, right now to just try and have a place for people to escape to. Yeah, people people don't need to be reminded that there's this crazy virus going Mm -hmm. on. Right, right. It's happening. I feel like, unfortunately, we're kind of screwed in that regard. Because so much of our content revolves around a ton other of other people. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're a variety studio with large variety shows, and mm-hmm. we don't want them in our house right now. Uh, yeah. They don't want to no, come that. here either. And they don't want to yeah. come here yeah. either. You know? yeah. it's like, so we're in this unique position where I think you're going to be reminded immediately something's off, something's different. Because yeah. we are not usually the people on camera sitting here talking to you all day. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to make the best of it. Uh, yeah. And I know that there's a lot of friction even within our own household because I like to stay extremely informed and I try to be as up on every like CDC release, every World Health Organization release and uh, reports of what's going on around the world. And, you know, I think Malika and I just both ingest information differently in that regard and how we kind of react to it. So we're still trying to figure out how even within our own house to come to that understanding of like, oh, I can tell I want to talk about this, but it's only stressing Malika out more. You know, and and when we're all kind of, and I think this is something everyone's going to be dealing with sure. right now. We're yeah. all locked in here together. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's locked into their mm-hmm. homes together. <laughs> Who's going to beat up who first? Right. And yeah. trying to figure out where those boundaries are and yeah. how we all kind of react together I, to everything's going on. I would say I'm like somewhat in the middle. Yeah. Like I'm kind of at a point where I don't want to talk about it all day. Yeah. And just because we have to stream all day, right. I'm also not connected connected to Twitter. Right. So I don't exactly know what's happening right. at every minute. Right. But at, at some point throughout the day, I definitely will open Twitter to just get an update and see like, okay, anything extremely important? Was there any something new that's like very yeah. important that I should know? And if that's not the case, then I'm kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm good for the next like three hours and I'll check it later. I'm going to make yeah. a statement right now though mm-hmm. and it will be the last time I bring it up and we are never going to talk about it again. Okay. If anyone comes into our chat room oh. on Twitch and or YouTube and calls it the China virus or the Chinese oh. virus or the Wuhan yeah. virus, you're banned immediately. Oh my god. You're banned immediately and uh, we are not going to take the time to explain to you how to be a better human. Uh, there will be zero, zero bullshit taken. And that's all I'll say about that. All right. Well, back to the subject. Uh, I think it's interesting that you brought up that topic because like I like to stay informed too, but Mm -hmm. in different ways. And I feel like if I'm just scrolling a Twitter news feed or if I just have CNN on, I don't have the choice to opt in or out. I I've just, I've been hit, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I call it like, you know, um, uh, what do you call it? Like a hit and run 
tragedy. Yeah. You know, yeah, like right. I, I, there is no, you don't have another sad thing to be sad about. So yeah. one thing that I did was, hey, you know, there's a promotion right now with the Los Angeles Times. You get eight weeks for a dollar. And uh, now Good more than ever, I think you need to support like good news that cites its sources and that kind of thing. And like, I'm, I've been a fan of the Los Angeles times for a long time. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pay for good news. I get it e-delivered to my yeah. inbox. And uh, I see, can now we could have a whole conversation though, about how the Los Angeles times was bought out by a media conglomerate and they're no longer really <laughs> paying their journalists properly. And there's a union fight over the reports that are coming out. <laughs> uh, in full disclosure, I actually helped design a game for the Los Angeles times. Mm-hmm. So I'm clearly very biased, but it was a recent thing. This was in the last year. Yeah. And then, like, no media is perfect, right? And yep. then, like, that's where, where all the controversy is. But I Except can read... for Hyper RPG and Crank Game. <laughs> yeah! Only 100% pure media. Pure sports. bias <laughs> of our opinions. I, I appreciate being able to read the headlines of any story and being able to have the choice to... Right now, I want to read a recipe of what I should uh, cook this evening. Now I'm going to read about this celebrity. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to read about, you know, uh, what countries are still climbing the curb. You know, like I can make that choice and I can take it in when I'm like emotionally ready. And it's not like what I say, like hit and run tragedy yeah. where I'm like, oh, another thing to be like depressed yeah. about. Well, speaking of things we can be excited about, we mm-hmm. are watching Train to Busan today mm-hmm. at yeah. 6 p.m. because we hit our goal yesterday, which is so freaking great. Thank you all so much. So let's have a quick discussion about... Uh, we're going to break it down into two sections. One, what is our favorite South Korean film? And two, what is our favorite zombie-related piece of entertainment? So let's start with South Korean film, and we'll, we'll throw it over to our guest first. Okay, so my favorite South Korean film is probably either, and I haven't seen a ton of South Korean films, which I really want to watch more of, but uh, either either Train to Busan or Parasite. Parasite just hit me so hard. Um, and I, it was very unexpected cause I went into that movie completely blind. Um, but train to Busan also is such a good movie. Like it's so well paced and it, that movie also hits really hard too. It is very emotional. Uh, I'm excited that you guys are watching that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll watch along with you guys. Yeah. You should. What time is that at? 6, 6 p.m. We, we could put your face like <laughs> next to our faces on the couch. <laughs> or we'll put, cheese. we'll put cheese. We'll put cheese right there. Cheese on the couch. We'll, put, <laughs> we'll put cheese because nobody asked me to set that tech up today. So. <laughs> that's a whole different, that's OBS. It's a whole different setup. Oh, I was just going to print out a picture of Ethan's face on a stick and yeah, put it on the couch. Yeah, yeah, oh, great. that, that works. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah. We can do that. You know, if you hang out. We us. have a couple pictures of Ethan crying. We'll, we'll put those on there. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, you can just swap swap out my faces for different emotions <laughs> and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I finally convinced my dad to watch Parasite recently, and he loved it. Mm. Um, so good. But he he was one of the people that I like sat down and I was like, Dad, come on, just just do it because he doesn't like movies with subtitles because he's like, Oh, I don't want to read. And I'm like, That's stupid. <laughs> That's so dumb. Uh, but he finally did it, and he was like, wow, that movie is really, really good. All right. Uh, he really loved it. So. Well, Malika, yeah. what do you think? My favorite South Korean film of all time is The Handmaiden. I saw it in theaters with another hyper friend, Strix, and we just cried. It was so amazing. I think all human beings should watch it. And, uh, I mean, it's just so beautiful. Like, the actresses, their performances, the way it was shot, the story, the... 
uh, the plot twist. It's so good. I've been trying to get Zach to watch I gotta it be, it's, for I, years. So that director is one of my favorite directors in the world. Mm-hmm. And because I've seen every other movie he's done, I know exactly what I'm getting into. Mm. So I keep waiting to be in the right mood. I have certain directors where sure. I'm like, okay, I got to be in the right mood. And we just got to find that like, oh, I'm in the right mood. Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he's absolutely one of my favorite directors. My pick is also from that director, yeah. uh, Park Chan-wook, is going to be Old Boy, mm-hmm. which sounds like a cop-out i but i love south korean cinema i watch so many south korean movies adam has like a page open right here Mm -hmm. and as he's scrolling through like oh i love that oh i love that movie (laughs) oh oh that one oh see stoker was done by that director but an american film so same director uh and i i just love old boy i go back and i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat a little bit and i'm gonna say the revenge trilogy okay so old boy is the second movie in Mm -hmm. the revenge trilogy there's sympathy for mr vengeance old boy and um, Lady Vengeance. And all three of these films do with this kind of moral ambiguity around vengeance and mm-hmm. who holds the right to that vengeance. And mm-hmm. that, are those feelings justified? So, um, because you have been holding off on this movie for now three years, because <laughs> uh, it came out in 2000, oh, four years, 2016, okay, yeah. um, I think it's better than Old Boy. It's just a stronger piece. It stands alone. It doesn't need a trilogy. It's yeah. very strong. Well, and okay, okay. When I say trilogy, these are not connected films. Sure. They're called the Revenge Trilogy because each one deals with the same theme, but they're not connected in any way. And I, I would like to make the argument that this director, he is known for a lot of violence and sex, yeah. uh, sexual content. So if you're not into that, maybe don't check these movies out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like he sometimes uses it in like a shock value, like a mm-hmm. little too much. Thirst was too much for me. Right. And that's part of the reason I've had such a hard time going back uh-huh. is because Thirst, I watched when I wasn't in the mm-hmm. right mood and I came out of it being like, I don't know if I like this director anymore. But I think in The Handmaiden, there is a reason for every kind of, you know, extreme scene. Yeah. You know, there's like a, a real purpose and it's more than just to shock you. It progresses like the character development, that kind of thing. And I read an interview about how they shot like the sex scene between the two women in The Handmaiden. And it sounded like they were extremely respectful. They even had robot camera operators just so that the actresses could like work it out between themselves, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool. So, uh, oh, apparently there's a extended cut for The Handmaiden. It's already an intense movie, so I don't know. <laughs> Double the intensity. Uh, but seriously, the South Korean film, like, as Adam was scrolling here, through here, like, Chaser, I love. Mother, I love. I Saw the Devil. Memories of Murder. Uh, the Yellow Sea, absolutely amazing. There's just, there's just so many. They do thrillers so well. And mm-hmm. I find what I like a lot about South Korean cinema is there's almost always this question of perspective, semantics, and moral ambiguity. Um, and as an American viewer, we're often told immediately who the villain is and who the protagonist is, who we're supposed to be rooting for. And we love anti-heroes, but yeah. we're always being told, like, no, you have to like the anti-hero. And just like how I kind of like Breaking Bad, where the, the creator is saying, well, you, you don't have to like them. Right. We're admitting their flaws. And part of that journey is seeing how the world around them reacts to them, not to celebrate them, but to react to how they're reacting to the world. And you get to make your own judgments on where you place your ideas on these things instead of the filmmaker telling you, no, this is justified. And that's why I think so interesting about that Revenge trilogy. Every single one of them has mm-hmm. a twist. Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance is like being on a fucking yeah. roller coaster yeah. of where, 
who do I feel bad for? Mm-hmm. Oh, that guy's deaf and he just got his kidneys taken. Oh, the kidneys that got taken were because he was trying to to save his sister who was dying because she couldn't have a kidney transplant. So he kidnaps a little girl and then he tries to hold her up for ransom. And then, oh, that little girl, because he's deaf and his sister dies and he's burying her body, falls in a river and dies. And now the guy who, uh, the, the head of this industry whose kid dies, now wants to kill the, the deaf guy who killed his daughter. And it's just like, it circles around and what? around and around. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know who to root for. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Everything's happening. Everything's happening at once. It's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, Adam, what's your pick? Um, so my my exposure to South Korean cinema, honestly, Asian cinema was very limited before I lived with these guys because they both have a passion for it. And we've been watching, we watched some Chinese uh, films from Bong, or not from Bong Joon-ho. Um, Chinese films. Wong Kar Wai. Wong Kar Wai. Jesus. Yeah. Um, oh, we could go on a whole day yeah. about Who, Wong Kar Wai. Which have been amazing. <laughs> um, so, so very, very limited. But of the ones that I have seen, and I'm pretty sure all of them except for, um, S- not Snowpiercer, uh, what was the movie I was thinking of? I can't remember what movie I'm thinking of, have all been by Bong Joon-ho. Okja? But that was a Netflix US release. Yeah, that release. was a Netflix US release. Um, but I, I would probably have to go with Parasite, if I'm being totally honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching that movie was just... Seeing what that movie did and, and how it talked about you know classes and diversity and all that sort of stuff, it was just very mind-opening and uh, beautifully shot. It's and very strong. Very strong. Yeah. And honestly, seeing how much of that movie is actually shot on like sets or on green screen sound stages... Like learning that after the fact, also like just the craft craftsmanship of that movie was super super impressive to me. I think. Wait, was it shot on green screen? A yeah, lot? like a, a, a lot, lot of the of stuff it, yeah. in their apartment, uh, outside and the, of the whole apartment, city, the, the whole, whole city, scene it's all with green the flooding screen. and everything. Oh, wow. is all well, green I mean, like yeah. the poop water when yeah. she's sitting on the toilet. I'm like, how did they do that? Yeah. Right? Like. Yeah. It's super impressive. I think the more you learn about Parasite, the more impressive it becomes, especially mm-hmm. how efficient he is as a filmmaker. Yeah. We talked a lot last night when we were watching Indiana Jones about efficient filmmaking yeah. and how there's like a craft and an art to that. I, mm-hmm. uh, and how much cats is better. Or do you mean economic? Both. Both. Yeah. Both. For sure. Just extremely efficient in every aspect. And, I, and you know, Bong Joon-ho is known for not doing multiple takes, not right. doing multiple steps, because he storyboards out exactly yeah. who he wants mm-hmm. right from the And doing longer takes, too, I, I heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And letting the actors kind of play within the, that. That's something that, I'm, that I miss about, uh, about, like, going and renting or buying physical DVDs is that, like, when streaming stuff on Netflix, you don't get the special features anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suppose I could just get like an Apple TV or whatever. Or you could sign up for a Criterion channel. Mm-hmm. Ooh. The Criterion channel has all of, of the extra yeah. extra stuff that would be on the DVDs or on the channel. Mm-hmm. Now that's a good idea. Yeah, because on, <laughs> on road trips and stuff as a kid, instead of watching movies in the car, I would always watch the special features. Yeah. That was like usually my favorite part about getting a movie was just watching the the just two special features stuff. It was so much fun. I love just seeing like how they. Did I things. literally just had a Missed moment them. where I was like, "How did you watch that stuff?" And, oh, you're a lot younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> I went through like a whole track of my brain of like, "Wow, that's so cool." How rich was your family? That's insane. <laughs> Something that that I really love to do that I've been I, I kind of recommend to people every once in a while, but 
I love director's commentaries yeah. or just any sort of crew yes. commentary. So <clears throat> I've gotten to the habit of ripping them into mm-hmm. uh, MP3 format and I just kind of listen to them as a podcast. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because if I've seen That's the movie cool. enough times and I kind of know the movie front and back, then I don't need the visual, I don't need the visual like assistance yeah. of knowing how they did something, uh, which I think has been, has been very fun and interesting. All right, we're going to switch it back to you, Ethan, now for the mm-hmm. second part of that question. What is your favorite zombie form of entertainment or like favorite zo- it could be a comic book it could be movie tv show whatever what have you either it's gotta be either uh because i re- i really love zombie stuff um but i didn't the first thing that ever got me into zombies was the walking dead game mm. oh yeah um, and it was not only the first the first thing that got me into zombies, but also the first video game that ever made me like extremely emotional. Like I had never like full on sobbed at the be- at the end right. of a game before. Um, there's so many things that I love about the Walking Dead game. I really love um, the art style of that game. I love the characters in that game. It's so it's such an awesome game. If you haven't played the Walking Dead before, you should definitely try it out. It's also really easy to digest too because it's in episodes and seasons, so yeah. you can kind of take a break. And back uh, back when they were coming out, that was really nice to sort of have a little break between between seasons. Um, so either that or The Last of Us. Um, I'm so excited for The Last of Us 2. I'm going to try and play The Last of Us 1 again uh, because I haven't played it since it first came out in 2013 or whenever that was. Um, but yeah, super pumped for The Last of Us 2. But I think between The Last of Us and The Walking Dead, it would probably go to The Walking Dead just because that first game hit me so hard. That's awesome. And it's pretty much available on all platforms now. Yeah. Like you can find it pretty yeah. much anywhere. It's all over the place. All right, Malika, what's your favorite zombie form of entertainment? Well, you changed it to entertainment, and at first I thought it was going to be a movie. So I had, like, a TV show in mind, but when you open up games, I mean, like, that, I, I, <laughs> that I agree with everything. Ethan. Where, no, like, The Last of Us is extremely strong. I'm a big fan of Neil Druckmann. Um, but what I was going to say is The Kingdom on Netflix. It is another South Korean. I just started Korean. watching that last night. Oh, my gosh. So, all right. It's a great show, right? That was going to be but, my pick. But my, <laughs> Damn it. my Damn it. favorite thing about the kingdom, um, not only the characters and their little stories, but the way the zombies are actually scary. Because I mm-hmm. think in a lot of zombie media, they're just like, Ugh, and yeah. they're just like slowly walking, and you're like, why don't you run the hell away? Well, I mean, yeah. zombies in, started more as commentary sure. than, uh, yeah, than like a right, scary right, film. Right, 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 exactly. Um, Whatchamacallit, the zombies in the, and then they go shopping in the mall. Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, and Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, it was a commentary on society, but it, it's just like I can't suspend my disbelief enough to be like, oh, I'm really scared for you because they're walking yeah. so slow. But in the kingdom, they just go, ah, and they run <laughs> yeah. so fast, and they have weapons, and I'm like, yeah. now I'm scared. I am scared for humanity. Malika and I that keep trying to watch That was the first time I ever like, thought about zombies, uh, and we would all be totally screwed, was when I saw World War Z for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> because everything before that that I had seen was all the slow-moving zombies, yeah. and World War Z was the first time that was like, oh, if we get fast zombies, we're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> we're done. 
we're done. <laughs> Uh, so my pick was going to be The Kingdom as well, because I think that show is just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, it's and a lot of fun. I can't wait for us to actually, maybe this weekend we'll finally have some time to watch season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if enough people keep talking about it, we'll just do a watch along, right? True, mm-hmm. true, true. But uh, since that got brought up, I'm going to switch mine to Shaun of the Dead. Mm. And oh, that's as, a good As an one. overall love letter to all things zombie. <laughs> and it's one I of my favorite Edgar Wright movies. Yeah. The editing, the comedy. Every I joke love is Edgar so good. Wright so much. He's one of my favorite directors. <laughs> so good. So good. And it's absolutely phenomenal. The way that phenomenal. he uses transitions are is perfect. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I think Shaun of the Dead would be my pick as just absolute best piece of zombie entertainment because it's also like even though it's a comedy and it's kind of making fun of zombie movies, it's a real love letter to zombie yeah. stuff as well. And I think yeah. like that movie, it it in a in a crazy situation like that and something that can be very horrific it adds l- the right amount of levity to it that makes it just enjoyable to watch all the time on repeat it's, oh, yeah. it's really really anytime, good anytime that's one of those that anytime it's on tv yeah, when i'm at my parents house or anywhere else you're just like oh yep we're good yeah. it's going to be fun yeah. we're good. <laughs> that kind of goes for any edgar wright film for me mm-hmm. like yeah. anytime like either uh, Shaun of the Dead or Hot Fuzz or uh, Scott Pilgrim is on. Like I always just watch it. Scott Pilgrim, I, I think might be my favorite movie. I'm not sure. It's, it's a toss up. Uh, but yeah, Edgar Wright, so good. So good. <laughs> All right, Adam, what are you feeling? Um, you know, I was gonna go with something Romero, but I think the big one for me that I think really was was a bit more eye opening was 28 Days Later. Mm-hmm. Um, good old Danny Boyle. The good old Danny Boyle, Killian Murphy, and just the way, again, going back to talking about, and this shouldn't necessarily influence my love for a movie, but it made me appreciate the movie, is just the economic way in which it was made. And and one of the first, I think, movies that was done on like DV back in the day. That makes so much sense. Yeah, like yeah. my entire memory of the movie now, I think it was like, shot on XL2. That makes so much sense. Yeah. The colors, the crush. CCD. It's, it's so crushed and it has that bleach bypass yeah. look because that's about the most you could get out yeah. of it. Yeah, and then learning that they were able to close off the one street for that one shot of Killian Murphy just walking through London and everything being empty. I mean... They could have done that shot now. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. All those but, shots of Paris yesterday were just like... Yeah, just empty, empty. streets. We have a game designer friend working on... Um, what is it called? That movie with uh, Will Smith and the dog. I am, I am legend. I am legend. He's working on I am legend LARP. If you have a dog oh, and you, <laughs> it's it's a great LARP to play during this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was it was really cool to see like how they did that movie and how they made it and and just like how they treat the infected and also like the the angle of it being more like a viral sort of thing was very interesting to me. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely up there for sure. I don't know if it's my number one, but it's definitely probably like in my top three, tossing mm-hmm. around with a few other ones. Do you guys have, and this might be the same answer, but do you guys have a favorite apocalypse movie? Not necessarily zombie. This might be the, the sure. same question, but like my answer would be different if it was just apocalypse. Yes, overall. it's the video game Apocalypse with Bruce Willis. <laughs> Suck on this. <laughs> I love playing on that game. That game was the shit. Are you kidding me? That game came out like right after the fifth element. Yep. So I tr- just treated yep. it like a sequel in yeah, some me way. Me too. I didn't. It's, like, di- it's Die Hard meets Fifth Element. PS1, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was my shit. Oh, man. That is just a bad game filled with bad Bruce Willis quotes the whole time. <laughs> oh. They need to give one of those games to, like, Schwarzenegger and Stallone.
alone and just like have the expendables of, of games. Yeah, just content. I mean, it was almost bro force basically. Yeah. But they didn't put their vo- their voices in there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one for me because when it comes to <clears throat> apocalypse movies, I think I'd have to think on it a little bit because mm-hmm. I feel like so many different things qualify. Sure. As an well, apocalypse movie, there's and then there's post apocalyptic movies. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So are you talking, Ethan, specifically about a movie that's like? set in a dystopian landscape or a movie that's about the world ending? Um, I guess about the world ending, kind of. Okay, okay. I mean, a little bit of both. So my answer would be 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. yeah. I really love that movie. I yeah. love the way that it was shot. I also just have a soft spot in my heart for Mary Elizabeth said. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love that movie so much. That's um, a good one. That's a really good yeah, one. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. actually, similarly, could that be considered a zombie movie? Because there's that lady who comes up to the door in the back, and she looks like she's kind of like, you know? Well, it's, yeah. more, of an, it's more of an alien right. movie. Right, well, at the it? end, yeah. there's an yeah. alien, but it could be a zombie alien movie. Yeah. So you know? That's a really tough one, because I feel like most of the movies I really find myself drawn to are more dystopian, and not mm-hmm. so much about the world ending. Sure. Because uh, I do think there's a big difference there. Right. Like, I would... Like, Children of Men is one of my favorite movies of all time, but that's more dystopian and not yeah. so much the world's ending right now kind of vibe. I'm going to cheat. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm going to say Children of Men, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. But and, that's cheating. That's a, and this that's, is the, the world's end. already over. And this is the end. Okay, this is the end's pretty yeah. good. This is the end is so <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. I love that. You I, said, uh, I watched Contagion. We, yeah, uh, we put no. it on in the background. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It hit a little too close to yeah. home. Yeah. So right now, just like, oh man, this is very similar to what's happening in the world. It's right trending now. right now. I think it's like the, I think it's like the tenth most played movie on streaming yeah. right now. It's yeah. a great movie. Yeah. It's awesome. It's pretty good. Uh, that's. I mean, I honestly don't think I can even answer this right now because I'd have to think about it for a yeah. really yeah. long time. Look, just say After Earth, and you'll you'll win everybody's heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what, what's that? Was Alien movie in South Africa? It was so good. District District Nine. Nine. District Nine. But that's, that's again. Is that like an end of the world? Right. Movie? Exactly. Because yeah. I was gonna say Mad Max Fury Road. I wouldn't, District I wouldn't Nine. even call that like an alien invasion movie. That's like an alien encounter movie. Right. Because you know? it's now like we have to deal with this parasite. Yeah. It's about you know? it's about how terrible we are to other people who are who look indifferent than yeah us. it's about like racism yeah. and stuff yeah, for sure much. but uh in in terms of like a the world is going to shit kind of movies yeah. i'm like that's a pretty yeah. good one yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's in terms of world's going to shit movies there's a lot uh, we have a lot of those yeah. but i want to say uh thank you so much ethan for joining us today it's been a blast to have some sort of social contact outside of our our <laughs> house you. the world I, is I, I out there we were going to talk about my oven pro well you can show that off but i wanted to make sure you know we 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 said our goodbyes to ethan here as we start to close down the show uh ethan uh where can where can people find you during the uh the the apocalyptic apocalyptic (laughs) pandemic you're doing okay zach i'm doing great um you can find me all over the internet at crank gameplays i also have a second channel uh with my friend mark called unis honest uh, yep, that's where you can find me. Thank you guys so much for having me. This is so much fun. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us. I hope that you guys are, you know, staying healthy and staying sane. We're doing our best. Thanks so much, Ethan. All right, Have a good care. one, buddy. Bye. 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 That was rad. Thanks. Uh, super, super awesome shout out there to Ethan. That was a super I- great idea to like have a guest because we've talked about like. You know, we're going to have to do this every single day yes. and all that sort of stuff. People and, and are sick of our faces. Yeah, and Zach was able to figure out how to get all this, like, 
this like Skype Zoom stuff working. So it's like, yeah, we can have guests. This is great. We can, you know, it's nice to have a conversation with the outside world and just to get to know what people are doing and how they're staying productive outside of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, if you enjoyed that, make sure to let us know. Uh, like I said, we're real sticklers about quality and making sure everything's up to a standard here. So we wanted to make sure if we did it, we could do it well. Yeah. So let us know if you enjoyed it and you and you like that. But <laughs> And that's on our home internet. <laughs> our home internet today. Home Not even our business internet. line. <laughs> uh, so um, before we sign off of Hypercast, Malika had something she wanted to show you uh, all that just came in today. I was excited about this. So some people were like, well, how do you sanitize your headsets and stuff? So we got this thing. It's called the Tool easy Clean bake. UV Oven <laughs> Pro. I'm still doing research on this kind of stuff, but, you know, because of the pandemic panic, uh, and I saw there was only 12 left on Amazon, and now they're sold out. You went, oh, jeez. Mm. I went, mm. They're mm. like bidets. I'm going to get that thing. Mm, mm, mm. And so <laughs> hopefully this is big enough. Here, you can... Here, I'll uh, I'll put you back on the there wide you go. there. Yeah. Hopefully it's big enough. I'm, I'm trying to angle. There you go. I yeah, I think it is. So that we can put like things like headsets or dice or things that are hard to mm-hmm. disinfect mm-hmm. into here. And this is made for salons. So people who need to sanitize uh. like nail clippers and combs and scissors and things like that. Um, I think a lot of uh, people who do dog grooming actually buy Makes this sense. to put those like tools in here. So you put it in here, you nuke it for 10 minutes, oh and then it I comes think out nice and clean. It kills all, all stuff. So UV light protected. Um, and Don't then, put your body in there. No, and like oh, UV light will damage your skin just like yeah. the UV rays from the sun. Yeah. This is kind of like maybe another option for things that we can't just pour bleach on. So. Yep. Uh, is it safe for electronics? Yeah, people put their phones in those, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I wanna, Don't mistake it I for wanna, a microwave, I want to double check before we put any expensive equipment yeah, on here yeah, yeah. if there's um, like a certain heat or anything. Yeah, I wonder if it would ruin the rubber pads of mm-hmm, the headsets. Mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. they? I think they're removable, though, aren't they? They are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are removable. But then it's like we're not sanitizing That's that, true. Right? Yeah. yeah. So a uh, quick reminder, everybody. Actually, you know what, Adam, I'll let you close it out. But sure. before Adam closes it out, just a quick reminder for those that are sticking around on Twitch coming up next. Malika is going to be talking to a financial advisor and or accountant uh, about how to CPA and uh, a certified financial planner yep to, to move your way through FP all of the things that are happening right now so some valuable survival skills survival here skills RPG. so if you're on YouTube head over to twitch.tv slash hyperrpg to continue watching our live content all day long otherwise we'll be live again tomorrow yes. at 1pm so Adam go ahead and yes, uh, we'll you be live out there, every buddy. single day 1 to 2pm doing hypercast and on top of that we have a lot of amazing other things that you can watch on our YouTube channel people were mentioning all the other stuff that we have trailer reactions Kolok is on there we do a show called Hyper Heroes and just a, a lot of the RPGs that we poured over uh, from from our Twitch channel go over to YouTube so you can catch up on all that great stuff thank you guys so much for supporting thank you guys for being here for watching if you're new here we hope you guys subscribe either on YouTube or on Twitch check out what we're doing every single day we've got a ton of stuff and uh, we're just having a good time hanging out with all of you guys and thank you all so much for your support and everybody in the chat room who, uh, who supported we really did really we, really did appreciate it did we get any tips it. you want to tell talk before you close it out there sure um so dragon slayer thank you so much for all your tips he was obviously asking when is ethan coming on ethan was here thank you so much ethan also this is for you guys for your guys's youtube channel as charity thank you and then ronin unchained tipped as well saying his favorite zombie content was the last of us it's pizza chef uh, so thank you so much for that and thank you everybody on twitch as well who donated uh, we got a tip from 
Ukami Luna, who says, let's reach that goal. I challenge myself to stay awake for the watch-along today. Love you guys. We will be doing a live watch-along of Train to Busan via Netflix. So we're going to have a countdown clock uh, where people will be able to... Oh, they already jumped in. Is that okay? Uh, we were closing it out. All right. <laughs> uh, we'll be able to where you will watch along with us. And if we hit our goal today, tomorrow we will be watching Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Let's hit that goal. Let's hit that goal, baby. Beep, 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 beep. We'll be right back with some financial advice. Bye-bye.